Well, hello, hello everyone, and welcome again to another time of praying on the prayer experience. I want to welcome you from wherever you are calling from, wherever you are joining us from, maybe from, you know, from Africa, from the United States, from Canada, from Australia, wherever you are coming from. We just want to welcome you on today. Okay, now please share this video as we kickstart. We want to get more people receiving the notifications so we can have more people praying together. Okay, now remember you can leave a comment, you can share a prayer request on live as we are. And if if it's a recorded version you are listening to, you can send us an email, you can send us a prayer request or a praise report. However, we want to hear from you. Okay, now remember you can head to the prayer experience um, website. Yes, we've got resources there and building onto that. Now, if you ever want to contribute to that, please get in touch and we will, you know, we'll have a chat with you. Okay. I want us to use the scripture in our, in our session of Thanksgiving. And this is in Psalm 103 and verse 1. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is within me, bless his holy name so the psalmist or king david was instructing his soul instructing him himself instru instructing his body his mind everything in him to bless the lord say so sometimes it may not be the most convenient thing to do oftentimes it may not even be how you're feeling but see he said Bless the Lord, oh my soul. I want us to do that together. Wherever you are, you may be in your living room, like Pastile would say, you may be in your kitchen, or you are on your lunch break. We're just going to bless the Lord all the same. So join me in doing this. Father, we thank you. We thank you for you know everything you have done for us, everything that you are to us. We thank you. Lord, though sometimes we may not feel like it, our minds may be, you know, in all directions. Sometimes we may be troubled or overwhelmed by situations around us. Sometimes we may just be, you know, worried for, for the things that are going on in our world currently. But we want to, we choose, we want to use this opportunity to bless you. So I instruct my mind to bless you. I instruct my mind to think of your goodness right now. I instruct my body to rejoice and be glad. I want to thank you for all that you have done, for all that you are to us. We just want to bless you. On the prayer experience, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for, for answers to prayers. We want to thank you that for no matter how long we've we've kept coming and coming again you've never shut your ears to our prayers so we want to thank you thank you for all the healing that has been done via this platform thank you for those answers to prayers that lord heaven knows we may never know what's you know what's happened but heaven knows and we thank you lord that someone out there has received help through our prayers that's what we want to thank you for on the prayer experience platform we give you praise hallelujah 
Amen. Amen. Okay, so I want to share this word with us today, and it's taken from the book of Acts, chapters 26 and verse 19. Now, the context of this story is with Apostle Paul, where he was brought before King Agrippa. Now, King Agrippa was sort of like the last resort for those who persecuted Apostle Paul. They wanted to find all means to prosecute him. They wanted to find all means and all justification, you know, to condemn him as a criminal because of the gospel that he preached. I, I particularly like the message translation of this verse, which is not what's on the screen, but the message translation of that story. <laughs> Actually quite interesting because, you know, at one point while Paul was relating a story, you know, being brought before King Agrippa and King Agrippa said, okay, now Paul, tell us about yourself reminds me of an interview you know when you go for an interview and they give you the stage and they said okay tell us about yourself and paul took the stage and began to recount you know he recounted a bit about his background and recounted a bit about you know the the encounter he had with jesus and he said you know this is my life i wasn't a proponent of this of this thing, this gospel. I was a devoted Pharisee, but here I was with this encounter. What could I do? And then in verse 19, he said, so King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. This is a man who, you know, after his encounter, he made a dramatic turnaround. He said, see, I have been on both ends. I have been on the extreme end of those persecuting God's people because I had no knowledge. I was ignorant. But when I encountered Jesus for myself and he gave me a strict commandment, what could I do? He is Lord. He is God. You know, say I had to just be obedient to, you know, his calling to the heavenly vision. Philippians 2 verse 13 says, For it is God who works in you to will and to act on behalf of his good purpose. I've got a little note here which I said, you know, what it means to be disobedient, you know, is when you are not fully persuaded. What it means also to be disobedient is another version of the word to doubt. When you doubt the certainty of God's plan for your life, when you doubt, you know, because of a lack of conviction, then you become disobedient. Now, disobedience is a decision we make. It's not a decision we make all of a sudden, but gradually we'll, we'll bring ourselves to this place where we begin to tell ourselves that God didn't mean what he really said about you. That, you know, the call of God in your life is uncertain because I am not equipped. You know, so many things we tell ourselves. But like Paul, I want us to say this, Lord, I am not being, I am not going to be disobedient to your heavenly vision, to the call of God upon my life. And that other verse in Philippians 2, 13 says, is God that works in us, but to will, to desire to do his will. So where that desire becomes a consuming force in our life so that it takes everything you need to do to be obedient to the will of God 
for your life. And the will of God for your life is not going to be a grand day. It's not going to be one day all wrapped in one. It starts with a moment of obedience right now. What is God asking you to do? That is being obedient to the call. That is being obedient to the heavenly vision. And I say, God works in me both to will and to do. So I am desiring to do God's will and I am doing accordingly. I am acting in line with that commitment I have made. And my, 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 you know, a time of reflection we're going to have today and then praying into this is to say, Lord, there has to be a knowing of what you are wanting me to do. So I come before you, asking you, honestly, sincerely, asking you from the bottom of my heart that you will reveal your plan to me. Every day, you make that decision. Every day, you say that prayer, however you want to say it. You make a commitment to be obedient to the heavenly vision or to the call of God upon your life. I want us to do this together and come together in faith. Father, we thank you. And it doesn't matter wherever you may be on that journey, on that call, wherever you may be fulfilling that call of God upon your life. Every day we make that decision to do the will of the Father. So, Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We come that you might, you might enlighten us, our spirits and in our minds, that we may not only know, but we may be obedient to do. That no matter what we may be faced against, like Apostle Paul was faced against the council who could put an end to his life. Who could, who could satisfy the desires of the enemy over his life. But Paul was not deterred in any way. He said, you think for yourself. You tell me. After I have recounted my experience, do you think I should be disobedient to the call of God for my life? So the enemy will pay premium price for each and every one of us. But because God is at work in us, because his hand is upon us, he wins at the end of the day. Because I cooperate with him, because I align myself with the heavenly vision. Father, Lord, we come to you. We consecrate our lives again and again. We're moving forward in our obedience. We're moving forward in our acting, in our doing. We're moving that forward, Lord. We're not staying with the, with the, with the decision of whether to or not because we are faced with opposition, because we're faced with challenges. We're resolute in our commitment to do your will. So we ask the Father, you will strengthen each and every one of your people. For everyone listening in right now, you will strengthen them. For everyone standing in that place of total commitment, absolute commitment to the will, to your, to your will, Lord, we pray for the strength to do.
We pray that that desire will, will remain and that desire will stay and keep them on the course to do your will. And Father, we ask where there may be a lack or a need that you will supply that strength in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus, Jesus' precious name. Amen. I want to pray for the church and using the scripture in Colossians chapter 4, verse 12 says, Epaphras. This is one of Pastor Dele's very precious scriptures. And I'm going to take a dive into it today as we pray. Okay. So Epaphras, who is one of you, a born servant of Christ, greets you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, so that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. You see, this scripture tells me that if not for Epaphras, some of those believing, uh, sorry, believers in, in Colossae would not stand perfect in the will of God. What does it mean to stand perfect in the will of God? That you are, you are living accurately. You are living in the fullness of what God has for you. And it means that we all need the prayers. We need an epaphras in our life. And that's what we want to do. We want to pray for one another. We want to, want to lift up one another in prayer and say, Father, for my sister, will you supply to her all that she needs to stand perfect, to stand complete, to stand not lacking? And I remember that verse in uh, that scripture that Paul talks about. It said, you know, add to your faith, diligence, add to your faith, perseverance. There are things that need to be added to your faith continuously on a daily basis. So until we all come into the into maturity of the fullness of the will of the Father for our lives, we're always going to keep needing that prayer to move us further. And you know, praying fervently, it's not praying with a cup of tea and you know on the phone. No, it's a serious business. When you contend for a territory, when you contend for things, there is a level of violence that is involved in it. In spiritual terms, when we contend for one another, that we will all stand perfect and complete and mature, you know, living as God desires us to live, living in the will of God. And until we are in that place where we leave out the will of God for our lives, a lot of other things will not fall in place. I want us to pray for our brothers and our sisters. Pray for your local church people. Pray for all God's people. Let's do that together. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We ask for our brothers and our sisters. We stand in the place of contending that they will come into the full will of your of, of, of the Father. We come into that place. We stand in a gap for one another. And we say, whatever is lacking, whatever needs to be supplied, that spirit of, of grace, that 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 discipline, that that 
perseverance, that patience, that kind-heartedness, that love, whatever is lacking. We pray and ask of God that your people will come into the fullness of your plan for their lives, that they will leave. I pray for my brother, that they will, that, that he will leave in the fullness of your plan, uh, the grand plan that you have for his life, he will live in that plan. Also, I want us to pray specifically for the ministry gifts. When I mean ministry gifts, I mean those who are called out into specific offices like the office of the pastors, the office of a teacher, the, the office of a prophet, an evangelist, an apostles, and also the ministry gift, the, sorry, the, the, the ministry of helps. We want to pray specifically for them as well and say, Father, will you supply to them whatever is needed to fulfill your call in their life. Pray for your pastor. Lift your pastor up. Don't criticize. Just lift them up in prayer. Father, we just pray for all ministry gifts. We pray for the supply that is needed in, in carrying out your plans, in, in fulfilling that call upon their life. <laughs> ah, a papa had a papyrus, Lord. We stand in a gap for one another, for these ministry gifts that you will supply that needed help. Be it spiritually, Lord, spiritual encouragement you will supply. Be it, Lord, that 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 the, the spirit of, of prayer to come upon them so they can spend time. That be it that, that word that they need to move to the next level be that financial supply that they need to move to the next level and fulfill your plan be the health the healing that is required we pray specifically for those standing in the fivefold offices of god the lord we stand on their behalf that they will Come up, oh God, the Spirit supplying whatever is needed for the next phase of that journey. We remember our pastors. We remember the teachers. We remember prayer ministries out there. We remember those standing in a place of leadership that you will supply whatever is needful for the next phase of that journey. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. And this is one thing you you we want to be committed to doing, to praying for all God's people. This is one thing you want to be committed to do, you know, on a continuous basis for your pastors. Just keep them in prayers, lift them up in prayer, and you will see them come up in fulfilling that will, that call of God upon their lives. And remember, that call is for your purpose. That call is for your deliverance. That call is for your rescue. So we will continue to do that. Okay. I want us to take this scripture as we pray for the nations. In, in Daniel chapter 9, verse 18, we're going to use this and say, Oh God, oh my God, incline your ear and hear. Open your eyes and behold our desolations, the city which is called by your name. So for every nation, especially for Ukraine, and also the bordering countries around, you know, Ukraine and the Russian Federation, we're going to pray and say, Lord, open your eyes, 
don't shut your eyes. Have mercy. Have mercy on the land. Because it's a nation called by the name of the Lord because of God's people are there. The church, the body of Christ suffers if you know the uh, the violence if the violence just continues we want to pray and say lord we pray for a divine intervention have mercy upon the land upon the nations let the wicked stop <laughs> bring an end to the violence of god let peace reign we pray oh god over your church in this in this regions of God, we're buying the spirit of fear. We're buying the spirit of, of intimidation. We're buying that spirit of war and, and violence. Oh God, have mercy and bring an end to this, Lord. Have mercy and rescue, Lord, rescue the little ones. Rescue, Lord. Let it be an end, oh God, to the untimely death of your people, an untimely death, an untimely end to the things that you have created, oh God. The people, the men, the women, Lord, these are, these, they, they, are, they are meant to partake in your grand plan. They are meant to, to, to receive, oh God, help from above. We, I believe, God, that they are meant to to be part of the move of this end time, the move of your spirit, oh God. They can't be caught short before their time, oh God. They need to receive help. They need to receive salvation. They need to receive rescue. Lord, hear us as we cry. Put an end to this destruction, this man-made destruction. Put an end, oh God. Will you release the host of heaven oh god for the sake of your people let there be more divine rescue let there be more divine preservation of your people god in the name of jesus lord and you will raise your hand against the wicked oh god and cause their lord to be an end to the evil in their hearts oh god in the name of jesus we thank you, Father, Lord. We pray for nations of the world, Lord, and they will stand behind, behind this, this all oh, end, this ceasefire, this end to this violence. They will stand behind it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. One minute. Okay, uh, let's pray. We're going to take a last prayer for the day. And that in Matthew chapter 9, verse 13, and it says, Then he said to the man, reach out your hand. The man reached out and it was restored as normal and healthy as the other. This is Jesus encountered a man in the temple who had a withered hand and in spite of all that was going on around around him jesus said reach out your hand and in faith this man stretched that withered hand and it was restored we want to stand in faith for our brothers and our sisters 
that as they take a step of faith, they will be restored back to health in the name of Jesus. Let's pray that together. Father, we thank you for our brothers and our sisters or for anyone who is going to release their faith and just step out and do something that requires an act of faith and they will receive healing in their bodies in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, because we know your word heals. And as we stand in faith, we receive that healing in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Well, I want to thank God. Let's do that together. Father, we thank you. You are a gracious Father. We just bless your name. We give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you, everyone, for being a part of this prayer experience session today. I want to really, really appreciate you for your consistency and your constancy in bringing that prayers together. Now, remember, you can get the audio podcast available and you can also be, please subscribe to the Daily Talks Media channel on YouTube. We want to ramp up that numbers and get the word out there that the prayer experience is live Monday to Friday, 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. And you can be part of the community as well, either on either on Facebook or on the WhatsApp group. And remember, yes, we are back tomorrow at 1 p.m. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you and have a beautiful day. Amen.
Jesus Christ.